God's Word. 1 Samuel chapter 3, it says, And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days, since there was no open vision. And it came to pass at that time when Eli was laid down in his place and his eyes began to watch them that he could not see. And here the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. And Samuel was laid down to sleep. That the Lord called Samuel and he answered, Here am I. He ran unto Eli and said, Here am I, for thou callest me. And he said, I call not. Lie down again. And he went and laid down. The Lord called yet again, Samuel. Samuel rose and went to Eli and said, Here am I. But thou didst call me. And he answered, I called not. My son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. The Lord called Samuel again the third time, and he arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, but thou didst call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be, if he call thee, that thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and laid down in his place. The Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered, Speak, for thy servant heareth. And the Lord said unto Samuel, Behold, I would do a thing in Israel, at which both the ears of everyone that heareth it shall tingle. In the day I will perform against Eli all things which I have spoken concerning his house. When I begin, I will also make an end, for I have told him that I will judge his house forever for the iniquity which he knoweth, because he, because his sons made themselves vow, and he restraineth them not. Therefore I have sworn unto the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be purged with sacrifice nor offering forever. Samuel lay until the morning and opened the doors of the house of the Lord, and Samuel feared to show Eli the vision. Then Eli called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son? And he answered, Here am I. And he said, What is the thing that the Lord had said unto thee? I pray thee, hide it not from me. God do so to thee, and more also, if thou hide anything from me of all the things that he said unto thee. Samuel told him every whit, and he hid, and hid nothing from him. Samuel told him every whit, and hid nothing from him, and he said, It is the Lord. Let him do. What seemeth him good. Samuel grew and the Lord was with him and did not let of his words, not, did not let none of his words fall to the ground. And all Israel from Dan even to Beersheba knew that Samuel was established to be a prophet of the Lord. And the Lord appeared again in Shiloh. For the Lord revealed himself to Samuel in Shiloh by the word of the Lord. Samuel chapter 4, verses 16 to 22. It says, And the man said unto Eli, I am he that came out of the army. And I fled today out of the army. And he said, What is 
they're done, my son. And the messenger answered and said, Israel is fled before the Philistines. There hath been also a great slaughter among the people. And thy two sons also, Hophni and Phinehas, are dead. And the ark of God is taken. And it came to pass when he made mention of the ark of God that he fell from off the seat backward by the side of the gate and his neck break and he died for he was an old man and heavy and he had judged Israel 40 years and his daughter-in-law Phinehas his wife was with child near to be delivered and when she heard the tidings that the ark of God was taken and that her father-in-law and her husband were dead. She bowed herself and travailed, for her pains came upon her. And about the time her death, about the time of her death, the women that stood by her said unto her, Fear not, for thou hast borne a son. But she answered not, neither did she regard it. And she named the child Ichabod saying, The glory is departed from Israel, because the ark of God was taken, and because of her father-in-law and her husband. And she said, The glory is departed from Israel, for the ark of God is taken. Let the church say, Amen. Verse 21, and it says, And she named the child Ichabod, saying, the glory is departed from Israel. Let the church say amen again. And what I want to speak with you on today is simply this. The consequences of lost glory. The consequences of lost glory. You may be seated if you can. How many of y'all thank God for the glory being in this place today? Amen. And so when we look at this text here, we see that the word of the Lord came to Eli. And it came to him as a warning about his sons. And even today, hardly ever you hear of a child being named Hophni or Phinehas. And there's lots of names in the Bible that people name their sons. People name their son Samuel. Some even have named their son Eli. But one thing about these sons of Eli that we see is the history behind them. It's kind of like somebody not naming their child Judas because of the history behind the name. And so when we talk about the glory today, not losing the glory because the glory is the presence of God, that great beauty and splendor of God. Not only that, part of the glory is worship and praise and honor. And thanksgiving to God because of who he is. Amen, somebody. 
And so many times we begin to look at things like we saw in this particular text that the word coming to Eli and warning coming to Eli about what his sons had been doing and he knew about it. And so many times we, we see people in church and many times church people know protocol. Many times we know protocol. We know what to do. We know where to be and all this. And, and, but we got to understand it's more than protocol. We got to know God. That's why God said in his word, those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. My God, my God. Spirit means the deepest part of your inner being. And in this particular time, even because of the conduct of Eli and his sons and the things that they had been doing, and not only that, it had affected the children of Israel. It said that the word of God was precious in this particular time because they said it was rare to get a word now from God. And how many of y'all know I got to have a word from God? It's the word of God that helps me in my life daily. It's the word of God that helps me govern myself. It's the word of God that helps me live in a way that pleases God. So we see here Eli's flaws and his shortcomings. Said there was no open vision. In other words, where there were the revelation of God and the things of God that, that, that were being shown, and it was no more. It, 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 had, it had ceased for this period of time because of the conduct of the people, of the people. And many times when you get off track with God, amen, God will give you the silent treatment. Amen, somebody. Because he says, until you do what I told you to do, I have nothing else to say. I'm saying the same thing that I told you before. Amen, somebody. Even when Jonah went off track in the word of God, when Jonah got back on track, God said the same thing. He said, go to Nineveh. He said, what I said the first time, I still mean today. How many of y'all know that we do not serve a confused God? And any time you see confusion, that's why God said, I am not the author of it. Amen, somebody. So we see here that Eli, the high priest, he had grieved the Lord. He was the father of these two sons, but he was the father that let anything go. He was the high priest, but he let anything go. He let his sons do whatever they wanted to do. Let them do in the church, in the house of the Lord. It, the word came to him, and they let him know what was happening. And all he did was say, oh, son, y'all know better than that now. Y'all know better. He didn't sit them down. He didn't restrain them. He didn't, he didn't remove them and put someone in that really loved the Lord. He let them continue what, he was, what they were doing. And even with their names, many times in the Bible, names, amen, will say what people are about. Hophni, the name. How many of y'all know there's something in a name? That's why you got to be careful what you name your kids. Just don't name them something because it looked nice. Look up the meaning of it. Because names mean something. And when you look at Hophni, Hophni meant fighter. But it was not a good, it wasn't in a good sense. That he kept something going. He was a fighter. 
Phineas, when you look at Phineas, when you look, it means serpent's mouth. And many times, sometimes the names that you put on your children is actually what you're speaking over them. Because Hophni and Phineas, amen, they became very rude in what they did. In the offering, when, when, when they brought the meat offering, at that particular time, they would bring meat, amen, to, to, to give to God. They would bring a meat offering or a burnt offering, if you will, and they would bring that. But what they would do, what they would do, they would take the best of the meat for themselves to eat. It's kind of like if you're bringing your tithe and offering and, 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 and the one that receiving the money is going out just splurging. They in Las Vegas on your tithe money. They were just doing whatever they wanted to do. Not only were they doing that, they were sleeping with the women in the church. And we know at least one of them, Phineas, was married. But the father just said, y'all know better. No, you know. And they kept doing what they wanted to do. They kept rolling. Kept doing it. They kept on, you know, going through a form of godliness. Do I have any real worshipers in here right now? Just holler if you know you a real worshiper. Because, see, that's what we're talking about there. We got to get real work. We got to get the glory back. That's why I thank God for the glory that was in here today. Amen. I got to be in a church where the glory is. The glory is so thick you can feel the glory. See, the old folk, they made their way to church. On, some of them walked and some of them was on horse and buggy. Amen. They would come to church. Amen. And when they get to church, amen, God would bless them for their pressing. Amen. The glory would be so thick in the house. See, you can feel glory. See, when the praise was going on today, you could feel it in here. You can feel uh, you, uh, you said, my God, what? my God, I feel the praise. I, I don't know about y'all, but I feel it right now. Somebody just give God a praise in here. I feel the glory. The glory is in here right now. My God. I, I, I tell you what, D, I, I'm scared to come into church and do crazy stuff. See, when you understand that you don't want to be on the wrath side of God. Amen. There was some, that there was some church folk one time that got on the wrath side of job of God in the book of Numbers. And God opened up the whole earth and swallowed them up. He's not someone to be trifled with. You don't fool with God. Amen, somebody. Oh, my God. I mean, and, and the thing about it, he's long-suffering. He'll let you go for a while. He'll just let you because he'll give you time to get it right. And he gave these boys time to get it right. See, there's folk that don't have as much as we have and what we have. I mean, many times that encouraged me. In Chad, Africa, that folk were walking, the, they would walk the church for miles just to get to the church and get in the glory. Good God Almighty. Oh, my God. Just to get there. The feet dusty and everything. But if I can just get there and get in the glory because God inhabits the praises of his people. I might have to fight through traffic, amen, but I believe UCFI is worth the drive. Somebody shout glory up in here. Woo.
See, the unity church is worth the drive. And, and every time I get caught in traffic, elder, every time I get caught in traffic, prophet, I start thinking about the folk in Chad, Africa, that walk for 10 miles. And I'm driving in air condition. They in hot stuff. But the glory is worth it. The glory is worth it. The glory. Good God Almighty. I got to be in the glory. I got to be in the glory. I say I got to be in the glory. See, there's two things of the word. See, there, 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 there's two categories in the word of God. There's one is the truth of God. And then there's the authority of God. See, a lot of people are preaching the truth of God because I know what Cain did. I know what Abel did. But a lot of churches are not talking about the authority of God. See, the because the authority will put you in check. Uh, see, the authority of God, you can't live any kind of way to have the authority of God. Anybody in here want the authority of God? When you tell demons to leave your house, demons will leave because you got the authority of God. My God, my God. Elder Martin, I've never seen folk today amen, come and want to get in my face and say it sometimes. Oh, I, I believe this is okay. I believe the devil is a lie. If you're going to have the authority of God, you got to live and walk the word of God. Amen, somebody. Whoa. Oh, my God. My, somebody shot glory up in here. Oh, you got to have the authority of God. If you got, if, oh, man, that's why you can you can walk wherever God send you, and no witch, no warlock, no demon, no devil can't touch it because you got the authority of God. That's why we got to talk about the authority. See, a lot of people going through the emotions. A lot of people. See, let me tell you something. See, a lot of people is, is doing motivational speeches. A lot of people just giving folk information. Amen, somebody. Give you a little bit of exaltation. But what God wants you to have is impartation. I got to leave with some impartation. Because when I get impartation, the Bible said that's when it's engrafted on my heart. Oh, and when it's engrafted on my heart and within me, that's when I will step out and execute in it. No matter what nobody says, I'm going to walk on the will and word of God. Good God Almighty. You got to understand that Peter, when he walked on the water, he walked on the authority of God. He executed the authority of God. See, let me break this down so y'all take a hold of it so y'all understand. See, the truth is, I'm supposed to drown in water. The truth is, the water is not supposed to hold me up. See, a lot of people preaching truth, but they're not preaching the authority. The authority says, when God says, I can do it, I can do it. Somebody shout, fire! See, when you walk in the authority, they might say you can't have this job. But when God says it's yours, oh, somebody praise him in here. My God, my God. Woo. You got to walk on the authority of word. Somebody shot glory up in this house. My God, my God. See, let me tell you something. See, this title, I throw this title away, but I got to have the glory. I got to have the glory. 
If God tell me to sit out there in the pews with you all, amen, to have the glory, I'm going to sit right there and have the glory. Amen, because the glory is worth more than the title. Amen, somebody. My God, my God. How many of y'all thank God for the glory? Just give him praise if you thank God for the glory. God said in the word, he said, if you draw nigh to him, he'll draw nigh to you. So these boys were sinning, doing all kinds of stuff they wanted to do. Committing adultery with women in, in the sanctuary, all kinds of stuff. And see, you got to understand, when you allow this stuff in the house, it releases a spirit in the house. It releases a spirit in the house. And, it, it, and, and, and if, I, if I allow one to do it, that spirit's going to jump to another one. Now I got somebody over there sleeping around. It's going to jump over here. Now, it's gonna, now I got two of my deacons sleeping around. It's going to jump over here. Now I got one of my trustees. Now, now jump over here. Now I got one of my ushers. Because that spirit will keep going until somebody take the authority and put a stop to it. Let the folk to know you got authority. Just give God praise right now. I know I got what? I know I got authority. Yes, sir. I know I got authority. See, see, because some of us know that there were certain times we had to use our authority to walk through stuff. When the enemy tried to destroy your family, when the enemy tried to destroy your life, when he tried to mess with your head, you say, in the name of Jesus, through the authority of Jesus. Woo! I will not let the enemy take me out. Oh, my God, my God. Oh, my, I feel the glory, y'all. I feel the glory. I feel the glory. Woo! My God, my God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. It's all about Jesus up in here. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to tell y'all right now, anything don't go up in here. I said anything don't go up in here. Anything don't go up in here. Y'all got to understand, there's other religions out there that don't even serve the true and living God. But they won't let you come in there meeting any kind of way. If they say dress a certain way, you better come in there. If they say cover your face, you better come in there like that. If they say cover your head, you better come in there like that. But sometimes the church today, we let anything go. And we're serving the true and living God. Amen, somebody. I know it might get a little warm in here today. Amen. But God, it's because God loves you. Amen. Somebody praise him in the house. It's because God loves you. God said in his word, he said, he said, even someone that called themselves a brother. And they're sleeping around. They're committing adultery. They fornicate. All this kind. It said, it tell us that don't even eat with them. But, but today... You have folk that just say, well, I, I don't see nothing wrong with it. And I, you better follow the authoritative word because the, what, what you do, let, let me tell you what happens when you say, I don't see nothing wrong, and you go in there. What you're saying is, I doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter to me being in company with that spirit. It, I, I'm okay. And what you do when you violate the word because, and you already know about this person you've already witnessed to them you already did all that and you know they're still doing that what they were doing you already and god said okay just shake the dust off your feet but when you say no nah, i'm gonna go up here but now you have you have opened yourself up to that spirit 
because you received it. You, 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 you walk into it willingly. And then, and, and then that's when Satan can approach God and say, look, he, 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 he already knows. He, 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 he wants to come. And, and, and God says, has said, okay, he, he stepped out of my will. And, when you say, and, and now the rest of the church folk wonder what's wrong with you. They wonder why you, not, not, you, you, don't, you don't come up to the front and praise like you used to. They wonder why you're getting slack now. They, they, they wonder why now, when you would talk against that, now you're talking, well, I, well, I still think, you know why the, the spirit done jumped on you. That, that spirit now, it might not be in you, but it's oppressing you now because you have invited it. Good God Almighty, can I preach like it's in me? You have invited that thing to come. My God, my God. And now you wouldn't see that's that's why some some of y'all some of y'all got, got got some friends like that. You wonder why now they act strange. You wonder now what 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 what, wait a minute, what, what what happened? You wonder why now things that they they used to would not do you see them doing. Things that they would not dare put their hand on. Now you see him doing Good God of my, look at your neighbor and say, don't you slip, don't you slip. And a warning came to the man of God. And you can read this, chapter 2 right on up, chapter 3, chapter 4. And see what Eli would do, Eli did not restrain his sons. If, 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 let me give you a little example. If it was a fireman, a fireman, if you say, hey, oh, my house is burning down. This is how it looks. My house is burning down. And, 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 and the fire truck pulled up and everything. He stood out there and he didn't do anything. House be oh, it'll burn itself out. You didn't call the police because you see somebody breaking in a house and, they, and they, you can hear them and they're breaking stuff. He said, come get them. The police stand outside and say, boys, we'll be boys, you know. Yeah, we just talk to them when they come out. We help them load the stuff on the truck, and then we have. See, see, that, that, see that's what Eli was doing. He, he, he wasn't really doing anything. And, and how would you feel if, if, if the doctor said, okay, I, 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 see some, I see a problem in there. I see a growth in there, uh, but we just going to let it grow. You come back and see me if it starts tickling you on the inside. Just nonchalant. Just, oh, just let. That's the way he was with his sons. And they were in the house of God. That's why the Bible says that people will, will, they, they will start giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Now, what it didn't say right there, it didn't, you got to understand, it didn't say they would leave the church. That's why you have to be careful where you go. If you, if you go to a church where the word never hits you, check the church. Amen, somebody. Because God's word will, God's word will put you in check. It'll make you better. 
See, that, that, that's why when, when, when Jesus preached just a little short sermon one day with, with the twelve sitting at the table, he preached just a little short sermon. You know what he preached to them? He said, one of y'all's a devil. He preached just one sermon, said, one of y'all's a devil. Had one point to it, and it touched them so much, they looked around and said, Lord, is it I? They left worship talking about, Lord, is it I? You should leave every Sunday. Lord, is it I? Make sure that make sure my stuff. Yeah, make sure my stuff is right. Amen. I ain't gonna be left down here. Amen. Uh uh. I'm not gonna be left down here for tribulation. Lord, is it I? Amen. Some. How many of y'all going to heaven on the first load? Amen. And see, he honored his sons more than he honored God. And see, I I, I tell you, I, I'm concer I'm concerned about some of our gospel singers. Some of our gospel singers, they cater to the secular world more than they do to God. Oh, I know y'all going to get quiet right there. I mean, that's all right. Amen. Amen. Because they, they, they cater, they, they get to a certain level, and all of a sudden, they'll let Bobo and Shachaka come and sing on this stuff. You'll be like, what in the world? Amen, somebody. We're supposed to be ministering to them, not giving them our platform. I ain't going to get the 3.2 right there. Amen. Amen. It's all right. Amen, somebody. And, and, and we got to understand. Amen. We, we got to, we've got to do this thing God's way. You just can't come in. Let me tell you something. Be careful of folk that, 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 that's leading the, the, the word of God and leaving, leading churches and stuff. And you come in and they just let you look around. They let anything go Sunday after Sunday. People come there any kind of way. Amen. That was in the club with you last night. Amen. You come there, you know, because the, the reason they can go to that church and go to the club on Saturday, go to the church, get drunk on Saturday, because the glory. The glory's not there. See, when the glory ain't in the house, you can just live all the kind of way, and you don't even get convicted, and you feel like you're stamping the book just because you went to church, and you say, I was there. Because there's no glory. Because they, See, let me tell you what. If there's something not right in you, you can't even walk in the glory and feel good. Oh, because when you get in the glory, amen, you say, my God, I got to get it together. My God, I got to get this thing right. The tears will start coming down your face because you can't. Oh, when you walk in the glory, you got to come straight. Amen, somebody. Because if there's something wrong with me, I want to feel uncomfortable. I got because I want to get it right. When I can, if I feel the Lord help, thank you, Lord. Thank you for this word because I want to get it right. Amen. I, I ain't trying to show out and show off to nobody. Amen. Mess around and be talking big and get left down here. The devil is a lie. I'm going to heaven. Amen. I ain't got time to try to try to protect my image and all this kind of stuff. Amen. If I'm wrong, Lord, forgive me right now. Here I am. Because you can't come in the glory any kind of way. Oh, my God, you can't even come in the glory any kind of way. I mean, when, when, back, back in the day when the priests, if they went into the glory, and they, and they, oh, my God, that's why they had a rope on them. Because when they come in there, they had to listen, make sure the bell was still ringing. Amen, because if they heard something go, they had to pull them out. The only reason none of us today haven't said bloop and it fell over because of God's grace. And I thank God for ah! 
give him praise right there. My God, my God. See, I don't know about you, but I would have been gone a long time ago. I would y'all be y'all be talking. Yeah, he was. Amen. It'd been a long, but I thank God for giving me another chance to get this thing right and stay right. They pulled him out. That's why he had to go in there right. If he went into the glory, he had to be right. Because if he didn't, he fell dead right then. There's even certain ways you're supposed to handle the ark. They said, don't put your hands on the ark. You know why? Because God said, I don't need your help. I came to help you. Man, mess around with us, I mess around and, and put his hand on it and bloop. Because you don't come into the glory. See, that's what we're trying to do today. We're trying to put the car, we're trying to put God on a new car, new program, and all this kind of stuff. Amen. You know, and, and see, the thing about it is, you, you can't, what, but what they're doing is trying to change the word of God. Amen. You can't change the message. You might change your method, but don't change your message. When God say take it a certain way, you bring it a certain way. When God say do a certain thing, you could. When God say come to me a certain way, you got to come to Him that way. You can't come any kind of way. I can't come up here trying to preach to y'all with my my pants hanging down, my butt out, and, and I'm trying to hold them up, walking all kind. That's not God. Five of y'all that ain't scared, just say glory right there. Trying to tell a bit, trying to give me the word. Uh-uh. God, God ain't told you that. You didn't miss God. Because the first thing God would tell you is pull your pants up. Amen, somebody. Good God of mine. I'm trying to get, I might not finish this thing today, Deke. Amen. Yeah, how many, see, you got to understand, when, when, when he said, when, 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 when Samuel told him, he said, I told him every wit. See, wit is a legal term. And he said, I told him everything because I told him what God said. Everything that God said becomes legal. That's the legal term. It, it, it stands up in God's courtroom. Amen. What God, and you got to stand before God on that word that God has said. And, and, and in other words, God, God was letting them know they're getting ready to be a shake-up. Amen. And I believe in churches all over the land that's getting ready to be a shake-up. We see a shake-up in our White House going on right now, but that's getting ready to be a shake-up. Amen. Heaven has already said it. That's getting ready to be a shake-up across the land. God is getting ready to shake some stuff across the land. You can't come to God. Oh. Uh, Oh my God, don't be aw, don't be surprised if you see some folk at the, the exit here, but you see a lot of other folks coming in that really want God because that's getting ready to be a shake-up. Somebody shout glory up in here. High five your neighbor said they're getting ready to be a shake-up. Somebody giving praise up in this house right now. Touch two or three people said to get ready to be a shake-up. Get ready to be a shake-up. So make sure you're on the right side of the shaking. My God, my God, I feel the Holy Ghost up in here. My God. Glory to God. Listen, I got, I got to get y'all out of here. Let me go to my points. Let, let, look here. Four causes of lost glory. 
Now, and you'll see this when you read through these texts. If you get a chance to read chapter 2 through 3 to 4, there's four, four causes of lost glory I want you to see. The first one is simply this, emphasizing ritual over relationship. Emphasizing rituals over relationship. When you're just going through the motions. You, 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 you come, but you don't really have a relationship. You're just, you're just going to go through the motions. Good God Almighty. And that's what they were doing. They, they, you know, being just, I, I just want to be politically correct. Just going through the motions. Emphasizing the ritual. And that's why God stopped talking to him. It got, I, got, I ain't got time for that. I don't have time for that mess. You're just going through the motion. I don't have time for that. And God gave them the silent treatment because they were emphasizing ritual over relationship. And, and see, it's hard to talk to somebody that you don't have a relationship. I don't have a relationship with you. So pretty much the only thing God would do is wake them up in the morning and say good morning. See, folk that you don't have a relationship with, you walk, you, you walk down the hallway and say good morning. How you doing today? But if, God, if I got a relationship with you, how you doing? How your family doing, man? How the wife doing, man? You know, how's, everybody, how's your mom doing, man? Bless the Lord, man. I, see, but if I don't have a relationship, I just pass right on by. And see, a lot of times when I've got a relationship with you, I know more than just your name. Good God of mine. When I have a relationship with you, I get involved in your family. When I have a relationship with you, every now and then I show up and disperse a blessing. Why? Because I got a relationship with you. And I can trust you with the blessing. But if I don't know you, I don't, I don't know what you're going to do. With what I, I, I don't, I'm not going to just give, give my blessing to anybody. How many of y'all know God in the same way? He said, I'm, not, I'm just not, not going to give this anointing to anybody. I'm not going to just put this on anybody. See, when you're just going through rituals. See, if I'm getting ready to bless Orrin, I know him. And I believe Orrin going to do the right thing with the blessing. Because I know him. I know his character. And so I can bless him because we have a relationship. But if we don't have no relationship, I don't have much to see you. To say to you, I can't really bless you and even feel good about it. My God, my God. That's why there was no open vision. The word was rare. And so when, when God started talking to Samuel, that was the most that had been spoken in that area for a long time. Good God of mine. How many of y'all know that one word is powerful? Oh, just one word is powerful. One word from God is powerful. And just, just one word that he said from Peter, told Peter, he said, come. And one word, he walking on water. One word can transform your life. One word will transform your job. One word will transform your mind. One word will change your marriage. One word, amen, will cause your mom and daddy, amen, to turn around. One word from God, amen, will cause you to do things that people say you couldn't do. 
But you got to have relationship. They didn't have relationship. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The next one is this. I got to move. I know I got to move. You know, how many of y'all know discernment, amen, for us who are Christians are, is very important. See, let, let, let me share something. Because if, if when you read from the beginning and you read on, you'll find out that, that, that what, what Eli was doing was trying to go on his senses. Because God had stopped talking to him. If y'all remember the scripture, Hannah was crying. Hannah was crying because, because she was praying over her son. She was praying over having, having, and, and, having the child. She was praying over that. And, and all of a sudden, he, he looked at a misread her, talking about, you've been drinking. Because there was no discernment. God wasn't talking, so you had to try to fake something. That's why you got to know God. See, when you know God to a certain point, when somebody, somebody roll up on you and they call themselves saying something, you can tell them if it's true or not. Because it will, it will resonate in your spirit. Good, I better get off that. I better get, that, that that's a whole other sermon right there. I don't even have time for it. Amen. The next one is simply this. Amen. What the four, one of the four causes that will cause you to have lost glory. Depending on human wisdom rather than God's word. Depending on the human wisdom rather than God's word. And back in, that, back in this particular time, it was said that every man was doing what he felt was good in his own eyes. Oh, they thought, and, and, and so then they went into battle without consulting God. They went into battle with the Philistines without even consulting God. They just went, and, 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 see, and we're going to see in a minute why they went into battle. And see, that's, that's what's wrong with the world today. Because the world today, they want to do everything without God. They don't want God involved. They want the blessing without adhering to the God's standards. They want to be blessed, but they don't want to adhere to the standards. Amen, somebody. And they get mad with you. If you tell them, no, you can't do that, and God bless you. Oh, who are you to tell? Who? And they just jump right on you. Amen, somebody. How many, how many of y'all know light rejected becomes lightning? When you reject light, it becomes lightning later on in your life because it comes back to strike you. Let me move on. I, I wish I could stay there for a while, but I, got to get, I want to get you out of here. Amen. In time. How many of y'all getting anything out of this? Amen. See, leadership. See, see a lot of times, today men want to do leadership without, without God. They want to go with the world's philosophy. My God, let me move on. The third one is simply this. Focusing on religious objects rather than God. They were using the ark like a rabbit's foot. They, 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 were, they, they, were, they were using the ark like it was a lucky charm. They, when they went into the battle, half nine finished, knew they weren't living right. And they ran on out there to the battle anyway. And they said, I tell you what, bring the ark. And, and, and they felt that you just, just, long, just along the ark out here, we can live any kind of way we want to live. And God will still move just as long as we got a cross on our neck. Just as long as I got the Bible in the front seat, I'm covered. And we feel that everything going to work out. I'm going to live like I want to now, but, uh, but as long as I got 
an object. They ran out in the battle. They ran out that we're gonna fight. And and, and 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 the thing about it is, when the Philistines saw the ark, they got scared. They said, wait a minute, isn't this the same thing they brought out before? And the children of Israel, they've been slaying folk all over the place because of this. And, and what happened was it, that, that there was something they didn't even know. But they said, we're going to go into battle anyway. We're going to fight harder than we ever fought. They didn't know that God wasn't talking to them no more. God wasn't even talking to his people no more. He was he had his back to God said, I'm not even fighting for y'all. They put the ark out there and they went into the battle and they went out there thinking that an object was gonna keep them. They went out there and got the socks whipped off of them. Toe up. Lost thirty thousand men. Because they had their hopes in an object instead of God. Don't care what kind of sticker you got on the back of your car. They saw, they saw you, they saw, oh, they, they saw you in the back glass. They saw you in the river middle mile. Got a big old sticker. Big old sticker talking about if you love God too. And you. Amen, somebody. Y'all look straight up here. They want they 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 know it wasn't you this morning. They they know. Amen. See the art see see the art represented some stuff, but what the art represented, they forgot. It had the it had the tablets in it with the Ten Commandments on it. It had it had the, the, the a bowl with manna in it. So they would remember what God did when he fed them. Amen. With manna, just, they just pick up food. Just walk out there and, and pick it up. And, and, and it had Aaron's rod that budded. Amen. When he chose Aaron to lead, he said, the, the, the rod that buds, amen, that what, what, wasn't in the ground. They just laid the, laid the rods out. And the next morning when they came and looked, his rod had budded. Just showing the power of God. See, that's what happens when you, 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 you forget the reference. When you forget, you start, you start having your belief in the object and not God. Amen, somebody. Ain't, ain't no need of anointing your house if you can still gonna live like the devil. Why you go? Why, why you gonna anoint the house for, and then you gonna go open the door for the devil? I better get off that. God, my God. See, what he was trying to let them know, it, it, the ark only worked for the children of God when they were living for him in obedience and when, he, when they were doing what he said to do. Amen. And, he, and they rightfully belonged to him through their lifestyle. Then he said, when you put the ark there, I will, I will show up and I will show my strength. Good God Almighty. Ooh, let me move on. Let me move on. Let me move on. Let me get my last one so I can let y'all go. Amen. If I get somebody mad. Number four is simply this expecting God's blessing without repentance. 
Hoff 9 Phoenix knew they knew what kind of lifestyle they were living. Amen. But they went out there and they put the ark out there. No repentance, no nothing. They lived like this for a long time. They just ran out there and they felt that everything was going to be okay. And just like the prophecy said, when they ran out there, both Hoff 9 and Phineas died in the battle. Both of them. Just like the prophecy said. Because you can't live any kind of way. And see, that's where the world lives today. They, they want to live any kind of way, that, but they still want the blessing of God without repentance. Israel lost the battle. How many of y'all know grace mixed with sin don't work? You can talk about the grace all you want to, but if, when, it's, when it's mixed with sin, it don't work. Because God is still operating. And you, you're not going to make God do anything. Amen, somebody. 30,000 died. They had heavy losses. God's judgment came upon them. And you, and you got to understand, it's the same thing that happened when Israel, the children of Israel, went up against a small country called Ai. One of them took something. And the glory left their life. Let me tell you something. What's so powerful about this, when you look at Achan, you got to understand that's how important it is for you to live right. Because when you get off track, you can affect your whole family. There's times you can cause the glory to be removed from your whole, his whole family died because he took something that God told him not to take. And the glory of God left his family. Not only did it leave the family, it left the children of Israel. And they lost the battle of Ai in the battle they should have won easily. So that's why, when, see, when you got the glory on your life and you go through life, things that should be hard to you become easy because the glory is on your life. And people be asking you, how, I don't see how you do that. I don't see how in the world you can do it. Because the glory is on your life. When the glory is on your life, God will move obstacles out of the way for you. Amen. When the glory of God is on your life. My God, my God. Half nine Phineas died. Word came from the army. Amen. And, and, and when word came from the army, they, they, they came and they told Eli. I'm getting ready to close, but y'all get me. Y'all got to get this close now. They, they told Eli, the runner named by the name of Benjamin came and told Eli. He said that we, we lost the battle. The ark been taken. And not only have the ark been taken, he said, both your sons died in the battle. And see, Eli is supposed to have been the one leading the spiritual movement. He's the one, but it says that Eli fell backwards, said he was a heavy man, but he fell backwards and broke his neck. And the symbolism for him broken, breaking his neck is the, is the severing of the head, meaning that God said, I'm getting ready to put in new leadership. I'm removing the head and I'm, I'm putting in new leadership. There's a shakeup. Broke his neck, died. Then they took, took the word to Phineas's wife. Phineas's wife was with child. They told about it. It hit her so hard 
Because one thing, I, I don't know if she knew what her husband had been doing or what, that, how he'd been sleeping around and all this. I don't know if she knew all that. But one thing that she did know, and this is what caused her to travail, when they told her that the ark had been taken, she knew what that meant. That thing was so powerful to her, she couldn't even think of a name to name the child. When they asked her what to name the child, that thing was on her mind and heart so bad, she said, Ichabod, and name the child, no glory. Because it was on her mind so strong. How could we go on with no glory? There's no hope for my child with no glory. The presence is God of God has been taken from us. No glory. Not even worth living. No glory. And she died after naming the child Ichabod. The glory of the Lord has departed. There's churches, Deke, that's going on right now. Not all of them, but some of them, they're going through the motion. They're going through the motion. They're just going through the motion. No glory. Just come in, and they're saying words, good motivational speech. No glory. You ask them, when the last time somebody got saved? When the last time somebody got filled with the Holy Ghost? When the last time somebody been healed? No glory. See, when the glory is there, every now and then somebody's going to stand up and say, I just got to tell y'all about this miracle. Somebody's going to stand up and I'm going to tell y'all what God did on the inside. Somebody break out and start speaking in tongues. Receiving the fullness of the Holy Ghost. Because when you want it, and you, when you want the fullness and you step in the glory, it falls on you. It indwells you. But that thing bothers her so bad because that, that was the history of the whole nation of Israel was the move of God. Let me tell you a little bit. Let me give you a sneak preview of something. When the Philistines, let me tell you how powerful this thing was. I got to let y'all go. I can't even finish this. Let me when, 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 when the Philistines got the ark, they set the ark beside of their idol god, Dagon. <laughs> they wanted to set it aside and say, look, Dagon is the man. We're going we're gonna to set y'all your god right beside it. And they woke up the next morning, and Dagon was on his face. The, the whole thing had fell down, bowing. To the ark. They said, good God of mine. Then all of us, all of a sudden, all kind of stuff started breaking out in the Philistine. God struck them with him rowing. All kinds of stuff started dripping off all through the land. They said, my God. Was. And so they stood, they stood Dagon back up. <laughs> you, so you don't fool with God. Oh, you don't fool with a true God. They stood him back up. 
Uh, brothers, and, 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 and next morning they came back and Dagog had fell, fallen down again. But this time, both of his hands were cut off and his head had been cut off. Oh, somebody shout, you don't mess with God. They said, we got to get this thing out of here. Oh, we got to, oh, we can't, we can't fool with this. We got to get this thing up out of here. You know, get there. And, and they and they had to get the ark out of there because God said, "You don't fool with me. Y'all not gonna put the presence. Come on now, y'all not gonna put the presence anywhere. Amen. I'm not gonna be around trifling people and y'all run over me. I don't even play that. Amen. You don't know who you're fooling with. Amen. And oh my God, I mean, all kind of stuff struck the people. They had to get the ark out of there. They had to get it out of there. People were dying. All kinds of stuff. Because God said, God said, I hadn't left. I just stopped talking. 